what a shitty end to a very shitty day. Just want to unwind, but to want to be alone when it pops in your mind. So take out your phone. Sexing is really passe. You know a better, sexier, nasty way. Because it's a quarter after two. What the fuck you gonna do? Why not call some hotties for a late night rendezvous? It's easy. But some say it's sleazy to call and say, baby, excuse me, tease me, and please me. But you're bored and you're horny. Ain't got work in the morning and a little vice is nice on your cellular device. Now it's your chance to take fate by the ball. Do a little dance with the booty call. Have your phone start to dial. Hang up the phone. Wait a little while. Do another shot. Liquid courage. Whiskey, whiskey makes you frisky. Remember how long it's been since you last had sex? That shit is getting dusty. Whether you're calling a new lay or even an ex. There's no need to be fussy. Booty call dance. Booty call dance. Booty call dance. Our phones go click, 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 click as we're taking pictures of our tricks. And then we send, 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 send to all our friends with benefits. Listen up, cutie, if you want to get some booty, type some dirty words, make it quick, make us want to grab our dick, our phones are blowing up with a million little texts saying, afterbirth monkey, do you want to have sex? If you think that you're next, you want to have a chance and it's time to learn the booty call dance. Booty call dance. Booty call dance. Shit, that's my phone. Oh my God. Um, Why didn't you turn the ringer on? I'm sorry, I thought I did. Hold on. Answer it. Okay, I'm trying. What is it? Hello? Hey guys, it's Sherry. What's up? Do you want to, like, hang out or something on whatever? Oh, my, oh my God. God. It's Sherry fucking fine. That's right, bitches. Tinder Craigslist, I don't care. What doesn't kill makes you longer. Anticipation vibrating in my underwear. The pressure's getting stronger. Smear my lipstick on your titties. While you grind her up on my bitties. Jacked and stupid. Okay, give a Snapchat. My plenty of fishies. I want you to come, come, come on over. Come, come, come on over. More skin. More skin. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a call on the other line. Ugh, it's my ex trying to hit me up for a booty call. Gotta go. Get it! Grab your phone. Okay, I'm calling. Start to dial. So cute. Hang up the phone. Okay, I can't. Wait a little while. Do another shot. Liquid courage. Whiskey, whiskey makes you frisky. Remember how long it's been since you last had sex? That shit is getting dusty. Whether you're calling a new lay or even an ex. There's no need to be fussy. Booty call dance. Booty call dance. Booty call dance. Booty call dance. That's a way to start off the show. All righty. Okay, uh, comedian I used to love, and you may not know, so let me reintroduce you to a comedian, very clever man. His name is Flip Wilson. And now the comedy reflections of my young friend, Flip Wilson. Everyone knows that Christopher Columbus discovered America, right? Everybody knows it. Even a dropout knows that Christopher Columbus discovered America. The thing is that very few people know that as a kid, this was all Columbus would talk about, discovering America. In fact, let me give you my concept of Christopher Columbus's discovery of America. See? Columbus lived as a kid in a little town with his mother and father. That was cool, he wasn't working. 
had to live with his mother and father. As a kid, this was all he would talk about. The neighbors thought he was off his cookie. And they'd come by, he'd be there in the yard there playing, and they'd lean over the fence and they'd say, Christopher Columbus, what are you going to do when you're grown up? And he'd say, I'm going to discover America. <laughs> they'd say, you better cut that out. You know there isn't any America. You know the world is square. Chris would say, they sure are. <laughs> At 35, when he'd gotten out of grammar school, he arranged an audience with the queen, Queen Isabel, Isabel Johnson. <laughs> the queen's name, Isabel Johnson, and she asked him about this America project, and Chris tells her, if I don't discover America, there's not going to be a Benjamin Franklin. Or a Star Spangled Banner in the land of the free and the home of the brave, and no Ray Charles. <laughs> when the queen heard no Ray Charles, she panicked. The queen said, Ray Charles! You gonna find Ray Charles? Is he in America? Chris said, sure, that's where all those records come from. The queen's excited. She's running through the halls of the castle screaming. Chris gonna find Ray Charles. He's going to America on that boat. What you say? Chris is fucking on. She wrote him out a traveler's check. Chris runs to the local Army Navy store. He buys three used ships. Two pair of fatigues, some shades. Then he got his supplies for the trip. He bought two chicken sandwiches, five cases of booze, and a small seven up. Small soda. He bought a small soda. Seven small sodas. <laughs> then he's ready to leave. Photographers and the reporters are all at the pier to see him off. All the girls are there. They're excited and screaming. Goodbye, Columbus. <laughs> He's going on that boat. He's going to America. Isabel was saying she'd open one of those bottles of booze. Isabel saying, Chris going to find Ray Charles. <laughs> I said, be cool, Isabel. Will you be cool? Then he turns to the first mate. He said, wait, ain't about 10 minutes later, the guy said, 7,482 pounds. <laughs> Chris said, look, just put it in the boat, okay? Don't weigh it, just put it in the boat. When he had gotten out of the harbor, first mate said, Chris, which way is America? Chris said, I don't know. We're going to have to sail around when we bump into it. <laughs> so we better go this way. If we go that way, we'll sail off the edge like them other guys. A <laughs> hundred days later, a hundred days later, the men are ready to mutiny. Chris has been goofing. He's been going through a bit like, back up, make a right, watch out for the edge. First mate said, come here, Chris. So Chris, look at me when I'm talking to you. He said, the men are ready to mutiny. The cabin boy said that if you don't find America in two days, he's going to give you a shot in the mouth. <laughs> right then, a piece of wood floats by the ship. Chris said, there's a piece of wood. So we're not far from America. That's American wood. And I know American wood when I see it. First mate said, why don't you cut that out? It's a piece of the ship. They're breaking up on us. <laughs> right then, the guy in the mast yells, Land ho! Chris said, what does that mean? <laughs> so that means he sees land. Chris said, well, pull over. <laughs> pull over. Maybe that's America. You guys are going to pass right by. You don't even know America. That, that is America. So look at all those spacious skies. Those amber waves of grain. <laughs> Just dig that purple mountain's majesty. I bet there's fruit out there on the plains. <laughs> it's a big holiday in America that day. 
Big holiday called Not Having Been Discovered Yet Day. <laughs> All the Indians on the beach there celebrating. They got sandwiches, six packs, <laughs> three or four bags, whatever it is they're putting in the pipe. <laughs> Chris leans over the side of the ship. He says, hey, yo, yo, where is this? Very attractive little Indian girl said, why? What's your name? What you want coming around here in them ships? See, my name's Christopher Columbus. I'm out discovering. Then I'm going to discover America. I'm going to discover y'all. The little Indian girl says, We don't want to be discovered. You can't discover nobody if they don't want to be discovered. You better discover yourself away from here. First mate says, Chris, they're hostile. Chris says, Yeah, and they're mad too. Says, well, we're going in there anyway. That's America. They can't keep us out of there. Let down the longboat. They let down the longboat which was really a short boat on the side of the big boat. They called it the long boat because they had a peewee boat, but they weren't going to use that. <laughs> they piled into the boat, they're heading into the shore, and men are laying down the boat because the Indians are throwing rocks, and spears, flaming arrows, tree trunks. First mate said, Chris, we better not go in there. Those Indians are crazy. Chris said, turn the boat around, we'll leave. We'll make a map and give it to the pilgrims. Pilgrims have fixed their wagon. <laughs> Check them out. Go to YouTube. Uh, favorite here is uh, Rosa.com. You've got the eyes of a princess, the hands of a clock. Your hair is flaxen and red. You've got the legs of a table and the arms of a jock, but I can't change the shape of your head. Romantic and tender, but when it's all done and said, I close the door, I go out on a bender, cause I can't change the shape of your head. Don't know what your point meant when you said all your dreams came true, but there's a fly in the ointment, cause this is something that I just can't do.
of Tom Carosa. All right, uh, now for a little, uh, whose books are available on Amazon, so check them out. Okay, uh, here we go, live from Gotham, Nancy Lombardo. Handsome audience, I applaud you. Very, very pretty. Okay, enough about you, let's talk about me. I'm a new age woman. Every time someone asks my age, I give a new one. I'm a mother of two. One's my husband. I'm Puerto Rican and Italian, but I like to pretend I'm French. Because I'm crazy. I love it, Cindy. You're all so cute. I could beat you up with an escargot fork, but I won't. Hello. My name is Piaf. Right, Piaf. I've never been to France, but I've had their dressing. I've never been to Germany, but I've had their measles. I've never been to Intercourse, Pennsylvania. But I faked it once. Alain, as me, we're French. We have a sense of humor. We have to because we're French. How many Frenchmen does it take to screen a light bulb? Who needs light? Telling a joke again. Never wanted to. What is she to do? Can't help it. I can't. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. But you know what? Therapy is not for everyone. It's for people with money. When I was in therapy, oh no, not you, Nancy. When I was in therapy, I really felt for all the money I was paying that I should be leaving with something each time. So I stole her pens, then her tissues, then her computer, but that was going too far. I couldn't go back again. And, and that, that's bad. You know what, let me tell you something else about me. It was not easy for me growing up Puerto Rican and Italian in New York City. Never knowing at any given moment when I would have to chase myself out of my own neighborhood. I'm a jet, I'm a shark, I'm a jet, I'm a shark. I said, oh my God, that stole my life. How'd they know? My mother was from Mayaguez, Puerto Rico, land of hurricane, sugarcane, and don't complain, don't explain. She was bilingual. She could speak two languages at the same time. So when I was growing up, I had no idea what she was saying because she would turn to me and just go, listen, mira. No me da pena what I don't know time to describe out. Do what I'm saying, so don't. Terrible cook, burnt everything. Now it's called Cajun. Who knew? <laughs> she had all these mom Puerto Rican wisdom. She liked, used to do cliches, if you will, or cliches. <laughs> I should have forgotten. Mira, Nancy, 
Listen to these glitches. It's going to save your life. The cork doesn't fall far from the bottle. You got to take the bees with the honey. Every clown has a silver lining. Oh my head. All right, she didn't give me good advice about finding a husband. She said, me not asking. A man is like a chew. Pick out a good one, break it in, and stay away from the cheap ones. They never last. So I married a Gucci loafer with a cushioned soul. Together we have a man child. His name is Michael. His Cherokee name is Runs with Scissors. I want to be there to answer his little boy questions. I'll never forget the first day he turned to me and goes, Mommy, where do babies come from? And I wanted to be absolutely honest. So I looked into his honest little eyes and I said, Honey, in your case, babies come from absolute vodka. <laughs> I didn't want him to be terribly misinformed like I was growing up. When I was little, I had really curly hair. My mom would brush it and I'd go, Ow! Ow! And she would wedge on lady. If you think that hurts, how do you expect to have a baby? <laughs> I read that little pink book, Why Jane Can't Go Swimming Today. I thought having her hair brushed had something to do with having a baby. So, with that in mind, I did a little research and I found this little known Irish reproduction ballad that explains it all. Uh, feel free to take notes if you want. Okay. Everybody give me a hum. Hum. There was a young sperm from the land of testes near the Isle of Scrotum <laughs> who like a million other lads swam around in boredom <laughs> a searching for that special lass who lay in a foreign land instead of to be wasted by the stroking of a hun, the hun, the stroking of a hun. <laughs> One day, a great excitement did rise. All the sperm swam upstream. But one special lad, he swam the fastest in search of his chromosome dream. He had only one X, and X, and a Y to make a dream come true. So in he plunged the cervix, yeah, and up the uterus too, up the uterus too. The river rose, and he could tell that she was in the mood. A journey she did undertake down the fallopian tube. Many had surrounded her, but only one would get in. So in he plunged with a manly grin, in he plunged with a manly grin. And that is how we all begin. That is how we begin. You guys are fantastic. You are the first audience that ever did that for me. Yay! Yay for you. Okay, I'm going to put on you because I, I like to look for you. What's your name, sir? Greg. Greg? What do you do for a living, Greg? I own a software company. You own a software company. Oh, that's, that's very good. Do you have any hobbies, Greg? Playing with my son. Play, I thought he was going to say something else. Playing with his son. Playing with my son. Yes, playing with your son. And you a, Greg, you own a harder company like that. Hobbies, playing with your son. What's your favorite food? 
Italian food. Good call, Greg. Uh, Greg, what a coincidence. I think I wrote a song about your life, and it goes like this. Hit it, if you can. Let's see. If it, is he in the booth? Here we go. Anything I said about Greg? He's not there. All right, Greg, tell me more about yourself. It was a cue. I guess it's not. So, Greg, you, you like it? There we go. Now you hit it. Now I gotta do my dance. Ready? Just for you. And now, 10 rip-roaring 20 slang terms due for a comeback. Gams. Legs. Specifically, a lady. Get a load of them gams on Louise. Her legs are like the stock market. They go up, 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 and up forever. Spifflicated. Drunk. We got spifflicated at the gin joint and wisely invested all of our money in the stock market, whose roaring performance will surely continue to the 30s, 40s, and 50s. The cat's meow. A person or thing that is extremely excellent. America's economic performance is the cat's meow, I tell ya. Giggle water. Any drink with alcohol. Oh, 
Oh, God, I just lost everything. I'm ruined. I need me a giggle water and quick. Dewdropper, a young unemployed man who sleeps all day. What malarkey. Now everyone will think I'm a no-good lollygagging dewdropper. Applesauce, an expletive. There are no jobs anywhere, and the trouble boys must be zapped. Oh, applesauce. Clam, money. How many clams can I get for selling my blood? I've got a whole trench coat covered in this stuff right here. Big sleep, death. Fake my own big sleep? It sounds crazy, but I have nothing left to lose. No one's onions. To be well informed on a subject matter. This FDR fella sure seems to know one's onions. I'm sure he'll turn the economy around liggity split. Ducky. All right. This new deal sure is ducky. And now that everyone recognizes the wisdom of long-term economic planning, the economy will be ducky forever. Thank you.